Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hello and welcome to Made by Mamas, the podcast. I'm Zoe. And I'm Georgia. And we're here talking all things parenthood. You know, the real conversations. Tips and tricks. Products we love. And brands we can't live without. Let's get into it. Have we got the next, I was going to say Michael Phelps, is that right? In Gigi? <laughs> Honestly, I think if we, if you, if you listen to the podcast from about, I reckon it's not even a year ago. It, no, it won't even be a year ago. It'll be about six months ago. If you remember, I took Gigi swimming because I was like, oh, that'd be a really nice thing for us to do together. Yeah. It was a really sunny day. So we went to the outdoor pool at the gym and I was like, right, come on, let's, let's get in the pool. And she was like, I know, mummy. I don't like swimming. We'll just sit here. And so she just sat with me on the sun lounger and watched (laughs) other people swim. And then about five minutes in, she went, should we get coffee now? And I went, Oh my "Um, gosh, so bougie. So you don't want to actually go in the swimming pool. She was like, no. So I then signed her up for swimming lessons because I thought, like, come on, like, we can't, we can't have this. And she has been going every Monday, but I have to be honest, like, her teacher is like, mm, she kind of just likes to lay and bloat. <laughs> she's, do you know what she's practicing really? for? She's practicing for the endless girls' holidays that she's going to go on when she's 18. If I watch her in the pool, she's like, she's yeah. got those, like, weird armband things that are, like, circles, you know, like, they're floaty circles. Yeah. And she's just kind of just like, lays back and sort of looks at her teacher like well are you gonna pull me are you gonna pull me across because (laughs) I'm not kicking my legs so you know I love her no I would say if I was a betting woman I would strongly (laughs) I probably put everything I've got on the fact that she will not be a professional swimmer (laughs) Rebecca Adlington if you're listening to this we need you basically yeah we do (laughs) oh god but anyway yes that is what I'm off to do after this but how are you yeah I'm good I'm good um I'm not in as you know because you had to take it on your own I'm not in today's podcast episode because little Luna went downhill um sort of through the night and this morning wasn't great. And she's had this cough. I think I told you about it for like four months. And I went to see the yeah. doctor last week, spoke to the doctor on the phone. They want to do like an asthma test. She basically hasn't had any let up from this cough, of, like I said, for about four months. But then she had um, a really painful stomach and it was in her appendix area. And anyway, I just really wanted to go and get her seen by the doctor because it's quite difficult to get an appointment. But I'll be really honest, they were 
amazing dr um mm. adam uh, our local surgery they were absolutely brilliant examined her and you know she's got to have a few tests and bits and pieces but she's off school today so she's basically just been at home just chilling with me but yeah i couldn't make the recording because i was at the doctors with looney well the thing is i mean the recording uh, it it's something that comes up on the podcast a lot and actually today goes to show exactly how we're trying to make everything work you know like sometimes something like that happens and you do have to drop work commitments to go and do those things of course you do and we're all doing that and like it's great you know for us we we, we've got each other and when things like that happen we both have the understanding because we're both parents (laughs) and we (laughs) We both get it we both totally get it but I guess not everyone is in that situation like not everyone has that same you know they they don't feel like they can do that with people they work Mm -hmm. with and it's and Mm -hmm. it's sad and that's I guess that's why we want to keep having these conversations about how we're trying to make how how we make it work and actually having that understanding knowing that I had you guys at the end of the phone to be like look I just can't I just cannot make it like I was in the doctor's surgery with her I was like I was supposed to be on a recording obviously want to do the podcast but sometimes you have to have those open and honest conversations and say do you know what I can't be in two places at once I need to prioritize this so thank you like you don't feel like it adds to the stress because I think that's what can happen for some people they're in a stressful situation as it is especially when your kids are not very well and then you've got the added stress of how that news is going to be received by someone you know you only work with you know like if they're not you know, you oh, you are my soul sister, though, George. No, <laughs> but you know, like other people. Yeah. So, yeah. If you are listening to this and you've had to make that phone call today, then I hope it was well received. Absolutely, and we know exactly what you're going through. And you know what, George? From what you've told me, I can't wait to listen to this chat. From what you've told me about it, it was an absolutely brilliant and very necessary conversation. So, I think we should just get into it. Who are you chatting to today, George? Today, I am chatting to the lovely Toby from my bump pay. We're so excited to have you back on the podcast. Third time, I believe. Which, Third time of time. Yeah, I, <laughs> I actually think might be a record. Ooh. But I have to say, the sort of stuff that we talk about is the stuff that comes up on Made by Mamas the most. Yeah. But before we get into it, do you want to just give um, the listeners, anyone who hasn't listened to you before, doesn't know who you are, just like a little brief insight into what you do? Um, yeah. I know that's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get the simple version. Sometimes I run myself a little bit crazy with how many things I've got going. But um, thanks, Jeannie. My name's Toby. I run my Bump Pay, which is basically a platform to help women smash the glass ceiling with a baby on the way and beyond. Um, I work full time. I've got two kids who are five and three. And I've just finished a book, which is coming out really soon. And it's called The Blend, How to Successfully Navigate a Career and Your Family. So lots of different plates spinning. Yeah, I mean, all of that. So you work full time. You also run a platform called Buy Bump Pay and you've written a book and you have two small children. That is a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a real lot. But how, like, how, do, how do you feel right now? How has it been? I feel good, actually, today, Monday morning. I think the secret to feeling good for me today has been just chipping away at like bits of work over the weekend. I know it's not everybody's cup of tea, but an email here, an email there means that my Monday this morning and like talking to you feels like the pressure's kind of gone away from all those things that were kind of mounting up on my to-do list. Yeah. Now we, you know, we quite often on Made by Mamas talk about the juggle and, you know, juggling everything. But I think it's really interesting that you have called your book The Blend. Yeah. Do you want to just talk to us about that? Because I think juggling 
for me feels like you're throwing everything up in the air and then you're always going to drop like everything's going to drop and it all feels quite fast and chaotic yeah definitely and listen there are definitely going to be moments where (laughs) it is a little bit chaotic but I think what I'm trying to get across with the blend is that you take whatever mixture of things that you feel are going to work and combine them together to make it work for you so for example this weekend was definitely lots of family time for me but I had to blend in little bits of work and that's what I felt was going to make my week and my Monday morning run so much smoother so yeah mm-hmm. the blend is basically about moving away from this it's really about moving away from this term of balance because I really don't think there's any balance and I think balance makes you feel like you have to have everything perfect on both sides of your life both work and home and we just know that's just not the case so I like to approach things thinking about the blend it feels a lot more harmoniously (laughs) put together in that particular sense of the way and I sometimes I just think about when you're making a cake and what type of ingredients do you need to put in it to have the right kind of cake for you so I guess you have different blends at different times then exactly exactly that there is this thing isn't there like you know we should you know we should be able to have it all and we can have it all but actually that's pretty exhausting like to have it all is really exhausting. It's, I think I read somewhere recently that it's like the hardest time to be a mother yeah. since World War Two or something like that right now because there is so much pressure. Um, and I don't know, like, are we, are we mugs for wanting, <laughs> wanting to have it all? I don't know. Sometimes I think, what the hell am I doing? Yeah, it's not easy. And I, and I think the thing is, we probably have, we definitely, not even probably, we definitely, the data says we have more mums in the workplace than we've ever had before. But yet, I don't think the infrastructure is quite caught up to give us the right support and structures that we need. Mm. And by that, it could be things such as, you know, encouraging more dads to take shared parental leave or encouraging more dads to have flexible working. Or, you know, we could probably talk about childcare for days and the cost of childcare. So, Yes, it feels like having it all feels a little bit crazy mm. just because I think we don't quite have the infrastructure within society that enables us to have more of what we want. Um, but it is interesting. I think I was reading a study and it says 98% of mums, given the chance, actually want to work. So there's a desire out there for people to go out there and, you know, do the things that they love or earn a living because they feel that that's important for their households as well. Mm. So there's definitely the desire, but we've got a lot of work to do to get us to the place where we feel like we're not pulling our hair out all the time. Yeah. In an ideal world, what, like, for you, what would change? Like, if you could, you could just wave a magic wand, what, oh like, goodness. how would it look? Because I think I about start? this a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Where would I start? I think, I think more dads taking parental leave would be an amazing change. And I think one of the reasons why we see such low take up is because potentially there's a stigma attached to it. Um, secondly, because of earnings, like, we know that there's a big gender pay gap and so therefore it doesn't actually make that much sense for the man to kind of step out and take yeah sometimes it's not possible yeah exactly exactly so things like getting pay right at the beginning in terms of you know equal pay for men and women I think you know would be definitely one of the things but I could talk about that for ages there is there are so many things but I think it's just getting that balance or blend right between mothers and 
fathers or parents, whatever you know that dynamic looks like for everybody's yeah. relationship. So do you, so do you think we sort of need to get away from the whole like it's traditionally the the mum that takes the time off work, like at the beginning. We'll say we say time off work is just going into a different job, isn't it? Yeah. But like take you know they have to carry the baby, have the baby. Yes, maybe first off they should be the person that takes the time off because of physical recovery and all that kind of stuff but then you know then somebody else takes over um like the partner takes over and actually I wonder as well if that would help going forward like the dynamic so the fact that it's usually mums on the group whatsApp chat Mm, at school and it's usually the mums that are sorting out world book day costumes and you know all of that stuff because from the start and from the get-go there's always one parent who's like the primary parent almost like the lead parent and then there's always one who's secondary um and I guess yeah yeah, maybe it's sort of finding yeah like finding that balance exactly in the book it's really interesting we talked to a couple who have done shared parental leave three times and it was such a fascinating conversation I wish everyone could have been in that conversation but the husband was actually saying he felt a lot more confident as a parent because he's had that time with his children every time he feels even more confident every time it's his turn to kind of take that that time of leave and things like you know getting sourcing out the costumes for world book day they're my friends so I know them really well sorting out the costumes for world book day for example like he's the one that's running around doing it and he quite enjoys it you know baking for the cakes cake sale maybe at school like you know he's the one that feels really confident and really comfortable doing it because he's had this time um and there was actually a study that says there was one particular dad they did this study on shared parental leave and he said taking parental leave made him feel like he had to be more strategic with his time and that he actually valued his time um the way that he used his time at home and in the workplace and it was like of course it did. <laughs> yeah, so actually you're kind of taking that time, you're actually going and learning new skills that will exactly. then help you going forward in your job. Yeah, and we've known that all along. It's just enlightening that men hopefully will also come on that journey or your other partner would hopefully come on that journey too. But I also do think that, you know, we all need to remember that when we've taken a bit of time out of work, that Yes, we have taken time out of work, but actually we've really grown and we're probably much better at time management and we've learned loads of new skills and we're probably more empathetic. And I think that's something that so many of us forget when we go back to work. We think, oh, I've been off and I don't really know what I'm doing anymore and I can't quite give 100% to this and blah, blah, blah. But maybe your new your 90% now is better than what your 100% was before. Definitely. You probably realise how much time you were probably wasting before. You know, I'd probably sit in the office this before until like 7 30 8 o'clock you know trying to finish little things off but actually now I don't have that I don't have that luxury so I'm making sure that everything the really key bits are kind of ticked off before I have to leave and rush out of the office but yeah I know it blends into my weekend but that's the choice that that I've um that I've made and I think the interesting thing also about taking a break I always say to people you come back with fresh eyes Mm. so you know when somebody's got a fresh perspective and they see things in a completely different light so you can actually comment on things, you know, within your workplace and say, actually, I think we could potentially look at it like this, or this is how I see it. Or So actually taking a break is a real superpower that I think lots of people can tap into. Yeah, no, no, absolutely. And I think it's really interesting, you know, you talk about 
working like at the weekend and sometimes it goes into the weekend. And I've found that since I've gone freelance and I'm not in that restrictive like Monday to Friday, nine to five, whatever job, I do the same. So like, you know, for instance, Monday morning, I've been for a run after the school, um, after school drop off. And I don't always get to drop to school, but from nine till 9.30, I went for a run with a friend and then I came home and I happily didn't start work till 10-ish. But then... For me, if I then, when put, I put the kids to bed tonight, if I have to do a couple of hours, I actually don't mind because I yeah. think, well, I had that little bit of time for myself. And so then if I have to do a bit more tonight, it is fine. And also as well, that works because I've got a clearer mind. I've, I've been for my run. I've done that little thing for myself and now I feel refreshed. So like almost in every day, I try and do a little something for myself. Um, and I said, do you know what? I say it to all my friends as well. And when they're going back on, you know, back to work from mat leave, I'm like, do you know what? Use your time at work to do things for you as yeah, well. Definitely. While you've got the childcare, you know, while the kids are at nursery, take your lunch break and go and have your nails done. And then if you have to pick up your emails in the evening, so what? You know, like that. That's just, you've done something for yourself. Yeah, no, I love that. I used to I remember I used to work in Regent Street, so my thing was like, do my eyebrows at lunchtime because yeah. That's important to me and I loved it. And you don't want to do that with a baby hanging off your ankles. <laughs> no, and also even just little things, I think, like going and getting a nice coffee, like yeah. uh, going for a walk, going those little things that when you've got children with you don't feel relaxing, those little <laughs> treats. And then I think it makes work feel like just more exciting. Even just getting dressed up and wearing like shoes yeah. if you want to wear shoes, you know, those things are little treats. You're absolutely right. I guess how do we avoid completely burning out if we're trying to excel in our careers we're trying to be great parents and we're trying to be great partners or you know friends or whatever how how do we like avoid just completely <laughs> break crumbling I think it's so important to rest um and I think it's so hard for us as mums because we feel like everyone and everything is dependent on us doing something we feel like if we don't do step a step b c d and e can't happen yeah um, so i really encourage women and i do this as well to book in a recharge day and i can't remember if i've said this on the podcast before but it's just a you day haven't. at least once a quarter you just put it into the calendar and everyone knows that that day is coming up and it's mummy's day to not be disturbed in fact you don't even have to necessarily be in the house or you could be in the house you could lock yourself away you do whatever you need to do to recharge and make sure every single person is aware. So that could be grandparents, it could be sisters, aunties, uncles, like whoever is your, in your village that needs to make that Duracell day happen. And it's it's just for a year. If you get more than that, hooray. Um, but yeah, for a year to completely disconnect and recharge, I think is really, really, really important. And obviously there's lots of other things that you can do across the year. But I think that for me has been a game changer, but also really knowing yourself and knowing when you're on that brink and we all know it we feel weary we feel depleted we might even feel physical symptoms so we might even feel like we've got a dry throat we've got headaches those are all signs to say slow down mm. take something off your list drop a ball here and there it's absolutely fine but I think it's really important to listen to those signs and know yourself really well and don't just try to push through it because you feel like you've got no 
other option yeah I think that's sometimes the hardest thing to do is number one like say for instance Sunday um we're selling our house at the moment Uh, it's great I'm you know I feel in a great position that we can move on and all that kind of stuff but equally trying to keep the house looking like nobody lives here when there's two children is really hard so Sunday morning James said, oh, I'll, I'm going to take the kids out for breakfast. You have like a few hours, at, you know, at home and like, you know, go around tidying up, whatever. And and I did that for like an hour and then I was done. And the next two hours I had nothing to do, nothing, absolutely nothing. And I felt so weird mm. and uneasy and guilty. Like I should have just gone for breakfast with them. Like, why didn't I just go with them? I could have done this you know or maybe I should go and meet them how do we kind of let uh, allow ourselves to relax and allow ourselves the space to not feel like because we're working all the time then every other moment should be spent with the kids it's hard and I and I feel this sometimes I call it FOMO (laughs) so sometimes I feel like I have professional FOMO and then FOMO at home in exactly the same really similar scenario if my husband takes the kids out and I'm just like I should be there with them. But then sometimes I thought, actually, no, they're making memories with their dad or they're making memories with their friend or they're making memories with their grandparents, like whoever they're with, they're having a great time. Mm. And actually, when they then come back into the house, you then get that moment of reconnection. And it's nice. But it, it might, or it might be stressful. Depends. depends. Yeah. <laughs> it depends, right? Um, so I am trying desperately to remind myself that actually whatever they're doing, they're having a really good time and also they're growing and I'm sure your kids are the same as well they're growing into little mini humans and they're actually starting to develop their own life and it's sad and I feel it sometimes but they don't need us for every waking moment they're actually out there having fun with their friends or whoever and actually those moments of independence are really good for their development as well as tough as it is for us to admit no it's true and I think sometimes like I don't know for instance when there's a school trip and a couple of the mums or whatever or dads will go on the school trip and then Axel will say to me why didn't you come on the school trip and I'm like well because mummy's at work and mummy's got to work and and then I think I really feel like I should have gone on the school trip Mm. I really didn't have you know that day for instance I didn't have an option do you think it's good to like talk to your kids about that so that they I guess they kind of understand. Exactly the same. My son will say, why am I always in after school? (laughs) I'm like, it's just the way it is. But I think showing him that actually in life, there are these choices that we have to make. um, And sometimes those choices are for the better good of your family or, you know, maybe a goal that you're working towards and allowing them to see that end product of this is why mommy's been working so hard and they they will start to get it it is really difficult in the moment um but one thing i am really grateful for for example at our school is that there are great mums there that really look out for my son and really kind of dote on him so if he doesn't see me he might see one of the other mums and his face still lights up which (laughs) i don't know if that's a good or bad thing but it actually makes me feel comfort that even if i'm not there there are people that are looking out for him or he's familiar with that he connects with and he he has a really good time with um and sometimes you know my mum might go along if I can't make it or sometimes my husband might go along if I can't make it and sometimes nobody will go along yeah Um, but I think it is important to help them see that you can't be there for everything but those really big moments you're always going to be there for so sometimes it's just reminding them you know oh do you remember when this happened mummy was there then but mummy can't do 
everything. Um, but yeah, I think also my son now is starting to understand because he's seen the book. He's like, mommy, did you write all of that? I was like, yeah, they're all my words. He's like, wow, that's amazing. So I think he's starting to understand what it takes to make something happen. Yeah, exactly. We'll be right back after this short break. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome back to this episode of Made by Mamas. Now, where were we? As, you know, when you grew up, when you were growing up, did were both your parents at work or are you from like, a, you know, a different like setup? Yeah, so both of my parents worked, but my mum's work setup was quite interesting or different. So both my parents are pharmacists. And when I was going to school, my mum used to work um, in the airport, in Gatwick Airport. So she'd do the really early shift. Yeah. So my dad would take us to school or a neighbour would take us to school, depending on the day. And then um, because she did the early shift, she would be done by like two o'clock so she could pick us up from school and then all the um activities started like swimming athletics tennis hockey you name it I did it all um and she would take us to all of our, our activities and then come home and do our homework with us and then do dinner with us and stuff like that um and so it's interesting reflecting on that because I remember my dad saying when he turned 50 and when he was looking back at family photos at his party he was like oh do you know what I used to feel that he used to feel so much guilt for not being there and for working so, so, so hard. But actually he looks back at those photos and it's kind of what I just said earlier. He looked back at those photos at that event and he realized actually he was there a lot, the really important milestones. Yeah. So he felt less guilty looking back. So yeah, I've seen my parents both work and they also both have a business as well. So I've seen them kind of do that, but they didn't really launch that until I went to secondary school. So I was a little bit more grown up and they felt like they could put more of the hours in to kind of make that business work yeah yeah because I think we're you know our generation now it's quite it's quite mixed because I think when so when I was growing up my mum didn't really work um and it was my dad and the same with my auntie and uncle and my nan and granddad and I'm very much from like a run of women who were at home like yeah. and that's that's sort of what they did my mum was there for every pickup and you know she would do basically just do everything and my dad was at work and so I found it it's taken me you know a good few years to kind of get rid of that mm. in my head and like break the pattern um and it's all you know it's all on me but I think our generation in particular we're kind of in the the middle because some Definitely. people's parents would have both been working and some people's parents what it would just been one but I, I think now for the next you know our kids generation the majority of them are going to come from families where 
both parents are working um and so they may not have these like this sort of pull and this guilt that we do because I definitely it's taken me a really really long time to just say no like you know no school trip no actually I can't pick up every day no I I can't I I need to do I need to work and 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 we've got into a good flow now um but yeah I definitely don't think it's been that straightforward I totally totally understand and I think because my mum did that kind of mix where she was working but then actually she was there to pick us up I have definitely struggled with that because I then felt in the early days for sure I then felt well you know I'm so used to my mum coming to pick us up and yes I'm picking up still and I will sometimes make pick up but it's rushed because I'm picking up at six and I'm not picking up at 2 30 or 3 30 or whatever time it is yeah. so it's like come on eat your dinner yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a different kind of pickup experience um so yeah I've definitely definitely struggled with that too yeah and do you think it ever impacts you at work or do you not allow it to I think the very first kind of few weeks after going back to work it really in my mind I was trying to grapple kind of how how do I do this how does this all combine like how I want to do my best at work I want to do my best at home and I used to really feel that tension um now not so much I think also I work in a a different company now where there are lots of women which is great amazing we have a female CEO like even better like she's worked pretty much almost flexible working pattern you can possibly imagine or possibly think so I'm really fortunate that I work um in an organization where there are lots of women who are mothers lots of dads who also work flexibly as well so we're seeing or I'm seeing at least lots of different people kind of blend their work life and their home life but also do it successfully because there are Mm. senior people on the board lots of them have kids and they're doing it right so I think where I work now I don't worry about it too much I don't let it impact my work too much because everyone's just like just just doing life and work you know if it's sports day everyone's all right I've got sports day see you later so it that is brilliant and I think more workplaces should be like that because it will then start to impact people's work less I guess because they won't be worrying so much of oh my gosh exactly exactly how do I tell people I've got this sports day um that I really want to go to and it's really important to me but actually um we're just in an environment where everyone does it but also respect that work is going to get done as well and everybody works hard too yeah um we've had some questions because we you know opened it out to to our followers so actually this is this one is kind of my situation freelance Mm. and childcare equals total minefield how do I do it no family nearby yeah it's so hard freelancing because you just don't know what your work day or month is potentially going to look like, what kind of projects you're going to pick up. So I tend to think it's probably a blend of different things. And I, even though I work like a, a fairly normalish job, my working week can look really different. I could have an event in London here. I could have an awards thing here. So you might want to explore nursery and nursery might work for you, but maybe something like a childminder where they're a bit more flexible potentially mm-hmm. yeah. that might work better or we've had nursery and then nanny in the evening for example for times where it's really really crazy um so there are great platforms like kuru kids where you can kind of find after school nannies and nannies. it's quite flexible yeah that's that's what i was going to say that's what i did um i 
when Axel started school, Gigi was in a day nursery, which was like, you know, one of the ones that's seven till seven or whatever. Mm. And like 95% of the time, I don't need that. Like I really yeah. don't. So I actually sent her to a preschool, which is only 8.15 till 2.15. It's a lot cheaper than Definitely. normal nursery. Yeah. And then we found an after-school nanny. So she picks Gigi up. Then she goes and picks Axel up. So it's two after-school childcare hits in one and then she can be she can be flexible so she usually finishes at half five but if I've got something on or my husband's got something on and we both have we can say oh do you mind staying a couple of hours tonight done Um, and you'll find that there are actually so many more people who are willing to be flexible than you think Um, if you just ask like you just and I use childcare.co.uk to find her Um, and it did take a while like it wasn't that straightforward but you know, now we've got her, we'll never let go. It's amazing. it's amazing, right? We had somebody who was incredible and she was a student at university. So she was kind of with us for the summer and then extended. And then when she left, I was like, I feel like crying as well. Because she was, she was so kid, so good. And the kids absolutely loved her. And I think there was somebody in the book that talks about floating hours to kind of maybe saying to your nanny, right, every week, I know I'm going to need an extra three or four hours from you I'm not sure when they're going to be yet but are you okay to be a little bit flexible as you say to kind of yeah in those floating hours and also like she takes um like she'll take Axel to swimming lessons and she'll take Amazing. him to you know all the different fit all the different clubs but if I'm around I can still go as well yeah so like and, and or I'll just say I'll oh, leave early today or you know whatever um and yeah I think it's it's out there like that that, that sort of flexible childcare is actually out there. It just takes a little bit longer to find. find yeah. This is from Emmy. How do you not feel guilty for sending your kids to nursery? I feel horrendous. I think it's so personal for everyone. I look at it as a bit of an investment in my family in the sense that my kids go off to nursery when they did both go to nursery was so that I could work and I could bring in an income into our household and that we could put that towards our goals, be it, you know, just, you know, paying the bills or, you know, a bigger goal, maybe like going on holiday and actually having that time off to really, you know, enjoy your children. So I think it's hard and it's personal to everybody, but I definitely do see it as an investment, but also nursery is wonderful because they get to build bonds and relationships and like I said before they start to grow their little independent lives Mm. independent of us which is really difficult but that in essence is what parenting is all about it's about growing hopefully these wonderful humans that are independent and can go out into the world and contribute obviously in in time um so that's definitely how I see it uh, that's exactly I was going to say exactly the same I feel like child like childcare is like an extension of your village and all of the different 100%. influences that you know your child has so how amazing if they've got five people that really care for them as opposed mm. to one or two like it you know it's just opening up their network isn't it really Definitely. um so yeah I, I totally agree I've been back one week from mat leave and I've been encouraged to go for a promotion would you say that's too Ooh. soon? <laughs> no, come on. I absolutely love that. I absolutely love that. I don't know who encouraged that particular individual to go for a promotion, but I think 
that speaks volumes. That says that you have got something to offer irrespective of being on maternity leave. Somebody recognizes your value, recognizes your talent and wants that to rise within that organization. What a brilliant example for that individual and other people in that company that potentially are thinking about having a ch- um, children or raising a family. I think that's yeah, brilliant. Exactly. Um, and someone else, which we touched on earlier, how do I smash it at work, but just nine to five? I think that's really difficult, isn't it? If you're going, trying to go for a promotion or you're trying to get ahead and you've got other people who have got the luxury of staying later and being yeah. seen around, how do you do that without actually physically being seen? Yeah, no, it's such a good question. I think you've got to be really clear on what the expectation is of you. So I think if you have a really clear understanding of what it is that you need to deliver and then stay strategically focused on delivering those things and actually smashing it out of the park. I think that's a big part of hopefully progressing with your goals or kind of going ahead for a promotion. But not only that, I think you need the right people around you. You need either mentors or allies or sponsors. You need people that can attest to you doing fantastic work. So you need people that are going to cheerlead you on in the right rooms in the right conversation so let's say if promotions are happening and that's decided at board level do you have somebody on the board who sees how hard you're working and knows the results that you're bringing about um to the organization i think that's really important um and then i would also say in terms of actually knowing exactly what's expected of you and kind of delivering against those metrics i'd keep a diary so based on those kind of metrics that you need to hit every single time you achieve something I'd write it down and I'd probably be really really systematic about it I'd break down those expectations or your role (laughs) into a bit of an excel sheet and then line by line right next to it every time you've achieved something and the date and the evidence so therefore you're kind of building this dossier or this portfolio of the impact that you're having on the business and you can definitely do it nine to five I think it's just making sure that you're really strategic with the things that they want you to do and hopefully exceeding their their expectations and having the evidence that you're doing that, but also then having other people that can echo that you're doing a fantastic job and saying that at the right level, it's totally possible. It just takes a bit more of a strategic approach. I love that. Have you ever been discriminated against at work for being a mum? And if so, how did you deal with it? It's a good question. So I definitely have had assumptions made about what I do and don't want to do um, in my career because I am a mum in like a wider professional setting and for me it's really important that I just show what I'm actually capable of doing and and maybe like subconsciously it's one of the reasons why I do so much (laughs) because I'm like no actually I can do really well at my job like I'm relatively senior I'm on the board I can write a book and I can do my bump pay and I can you know, still be present. (laughs) Still be present for my kids and my family. So yeah, there's probably a little bit of me that really just tries to show those people that all those assumptions about that they had about me are absolutely incorrect. Um, But I think on a more serious note, if anyone does feel that they are being discriminated against or being treated differently, my advice would be to make a log Mm. and what's happening um make a little bit of a diary make a log electronic log of what's happening um and if you feel like you can't necessarily spot any patterns because you're so close to the situation i'd probably get a third party to um maybe review that log and by third party it could be somebody within acas or pregnant and screwed have an absolutely brilliant helpline and they can kind of point you in the right direction Um, but i think if you've got a niggle and inclination that you're being treated differently don't ignore it definitely keep that log 
and get some advice. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and just one last question before we go, because I think this is quite interesting. Um, my work have agreed I could do hours to fit around school runs, but five months on, they've changed their mind. I'd want to know why they yes, changed that's what's good, their yeah. mind. Yeah, why have they changed their mind? And then, and I'm a really big believer that when you ask somebody why in a situation like this, I think you've got to politely ask why twice because mm. I think you often find I often find that the first reason that people are given isn't necessarily always the real reason you're kind of given a bit of a bluffer reason kind of like oh you've got a response now go away <laughs> um, and so you want to politely ask again okay why why is that oh could you tell me a little bit more about that why is that important to the organization and really dig and I think once you dig politely and grace gracefully you'll actually get to the real objection and then once you know what the real objection is you can hopefully tackle it um with a solution so it's quite hard to answer without knowing yeah well knowing it exactly yeah and I always think, think as well if you can almost come back with like even like a little a slight compromise to show yeah. like okay you know on three days or whatever we'll do school hours and then on the other two I will do after school club or breakfast club or whatever it yeah, is exactly then that. I think sometimes it it's the whole give and take thing isn't it and if there is a genuine reason why it's not working out um if you can come to like a compromise that's I think employers usually really like to feel yeah. like you know they're getting something as well so it's 100 i think that we we've probably covered lots um lots there but um if anyone wants to find out more from you and you know get the book do you want to just yeah. let us know where to find you and when the book is on sale amazing so the book is on sale march 9th which is really <laughs> soon so the day after international women's day which is pretty cool Love that. um and you can find it anywhere where you would get a book which is amazing so amazon waterstones w smiths um yeah lots of different places and then um in terms of finding me i'm mainly on instagram which is at my bump fab thanks so much <laughs> thank you well i've said it before and i'll say it again georgia dayton you Aww. are bloody brilliant well done what a great chat and what an amazing <laughs> guest you. she was again yeah we i mean we've nearly had her on three times always talking about different things but um i hope that was interesting and yeah. do you know what whenever i come away from the chats that we have talking about the juggle i always question what am i doing <laughs> I'm always yeah. like, is this is this worth it? Like, this is a lot, you know, when you write down everything that you actually do. Yeah. And then you think, how do we make this all work? And somehow we just keep making it work. <laughs> yeah, but I, I love this whole, like, you know, you can have it all type conversation. But I, I don't know. I think I've come to the realisation that I... I just don't think that you can have everything no. that you want without really, really putting yourself in a situation where you're ragging yourself to exhaustion. Mm. I mean, it Agreed. just isn't possible. Like, it's just it's no. just not doable. And I think, I don't know about you, but I have definitely got to a place where I just have to ask for help now. I have to, yeah. you know, have to get people that I, I pay to help me. And then there's people that I just call up and I'm like, I'm, I'm drowning here. Can you come and, you know, be by my side? And there's no mm. shame in that. I think I spent a really long time trying to do everything and actually I was just pulling my hair out and I was a bit yeah. miserable no is it no absolutely the same and I go through phases of like dropping different balls so like you know I love
of cooking, don't I? Yeah. But, uh, you know, recently, I just don't really have the headspace for it. So we've been doing gusto. And I still get to cook, but I just don't have to think about what I'm going to cook. Yeah. It just arrives. Yeah. Like, there's all... I just go through little phases of where I'm like, you know what? Going to the gym four times a week is going to take a back burner for a bit because yeah. I just haven't got I haven't got the capacity. Or whatever it is. Even social life. Yeah. You know what? Don't, don't yeah. want to see anyone. In fact, I said to James the other day, let's not really do anything for the next six weeks. Like, let's just try and not go out too much yeah because i think you just kind of have to do that don't you you can't always be doing all things and be all things to all people yeah so. and you and i are doing that whole thing now where we're not doing that much at the weekends which is really nice <sighs> so i mean i'm definitely doing that on sunday like sunday we just you know apart from a bit of a walk in the park we just spent the whole day at home just yeah doing stuff around pottering around the house it's lovely well same i had another house viewing so therefore I had to make the house look like no one lives here so <laughs> It's like a comedy sketch where you've shoved everything oh, in a cupboard hoping honestly, it doesn't open. No, no, no. They did. They opened the door, like the cupboard oh, under the stairs. Shit. Yeah, not ideal. Anyway, they're still coming back, so it can't have been that bad. <laughs> can't have been that bad. <laughs> no. Let's do what we've got to go and do. So go and look up for Luna and I'll get to swimming lessons. <laughs> Off you go. Enjoy it. As always, we'd love you to rate, review, subscribe and give the podcast a little follow so that you never miss an episode. Yeah, and if you've got any guests that you'd like us to chat to, then please do drop us a DM. We're on At Made By Mummers and we'll be back on Friday. Made by Mamas is an insanity podcast production, and today's episode was produced by the lovely Charlotte Mason. Insanity Group. Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rustoleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustoleum. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app. You can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.